1: I want to talk to you about Mantis X. Mantis X will help you uh, practice your gun skills and in a completely different way. This is like having an instructor standing right with you. I am fortunate enough, or unfortunate enough, I guess, that I have to have security with my family all the time. The good news on that is I become a very good shot because I have, you know, former snipers that are on my team that. You know, say, wait a minute, hang on, this is what you're doing wrong. And they will tell me after every shot, well, this is what Mantis X does. And Mantis X, I don't have to listen to their sniper stories. You know what I mean? (laughs) It's fantastic. You have a right to keep and bear arms, but you have to be re- well-regulated. You have to you have to have uh, your shooting skills. And 94% of shooters improve within 20 minutes. I have. It's MantisX. MantisX.com. You can dry fire or live fire with it. MantisX.com. Check it out now.
0: Here is the fusion of entertainment and enlightenment. This is The Glenn Beck Program.
1: Hello, America. Welcome to The Glenn Beck Program. It is Tuesday, July 11th, which means today the book Dark Future is out and available. And we encourage you to get it and get a hardbound copy now you don't really own anything digital uh, and it can be revoked from you at any time, why do you think, I mean, do you really think when it says click to buy now, you're actually buying that digital thing? You're not. And why would they ever, Glenn, you're such a conspiracy theorist, why would they ever get rid of books that you read? Oh, I'm going to give you a real example in 60 seconds from the horse's mouth. First, I've been wearing uh, my slippers the last few weeks as I've been out on the road, and I have to tell you, nobody has come up to me in any of the uh, in any of the uh, uh, museum stops that we did. I'll walk in wearing my slippers, and I'll feel, I don't know, a little like, okay, I probably shouldn't be wearing my slippers here. Nobody ever says anything about them. Maybe it's because they're like, holy cow, has that guy let himself go? Look at that and he's wearing parachute pants. And so they never get to the actual slippers. I'm not sure, but they are really, really comfortable. Use the promo code BACK. You'll get the all season slippers for just 25 bucks. They're normally 149.98, now 25 bucks. They come in a ton of new colors. They make perfect gifts. Just make sure that you get them now, and they do have a limit—limit to ten pairs at checkout. It's twenty-five bucks now. Myslippers.com, Myslippers.com. It's my sorry. It's Mypillow.com. That's what they should call it now. Mypillow.com. Use the promo code Beck. All right, we have uh, Justin Haskins on. He is my co-author of The Great Reset and Dark Future. He is also the Heartland Institute Socialism Research Center Director. Uh, Justin, you and I spoke, you were really young the first time that we first spoke, wasn't it?
2: I'm still young. How young Glenn. were you? Young at
1: heart. I, uh, I was in my 20s. I know. I'm not going to disclose exactly 20s, you? how young
2: I was, but I was in my
1: 20s. Okay. Yeah. Well, I mean, it would probably be your honor. I had no idea he was that young. <laughs> anyway, uh, <laughs> um, uh, I called you because you had started a a website, StopSocialism.com. StoppingSocialism.com. Yes.
2: Yep. As yeah, part of the socialism was. research at the time, it wasn't a center. It was just a project idea that I had. And uh I Mm -hmm. had the courage. you were just a
1: regular, just a regular regular kid. If you're, yeah.
2: Yeah, no, I was just, I was just, um, you know, I had written a little bit for the blaze, but you know, we had never contacted each other. We didn't know each other. And uh, I just reached out to you and said, Hey, I had this idea. Check out this website. What do you think? And you very smartly uh, agreed to (laughs) endorse it. And so, yeah, uh, yeah, I mean, that was, that was the first communicate, but that was not the first time we met. That was just the first time that you know. You oh, really?
1: When did we meet the first time? That was a, you don't remember. Please that? make it interesting. Oh, it was super no, I, interesting. I remember, we were. I was at. I
2: can't believe you don't remember this. This is the origin. The origin story. I was at CPAC speaking on the Green New Deal, which was a thing at the time.
1: No. Yes, that's how no, we no. met, Glenn. No, stopping socialism was before.
2: Yeah, that was before. But that was the first time that you. That was the first time
1: oh, we met. We, that's the first time. Oh, the yeah, first yeah. time well, we in met person. first conversation okay.
2: we've ever we ever had yeah, was yeah, yeah yeah exactly I was in Siberia and in the Siberia it's the Siberia room at CPAC where with in front um. of eight people and, <laughs> and in walks Glenn Beck and his whole team of people which I think doubled the the size of the room which was great <laughs> and uh, I was the third person you don't know this but I was the third person on a three-person panel talking about the Green New Deal that was an hour and a half presentation you walked in in the last 30 minutes when i just happened to get up and give my speech oh yeah no
1: you're the only one i wanted to see oh wow really honestly (laughs) you were the only one i wanted to see that wasn't a coincidence (laughs) Uh, so anyway uh, so anyway we we became friends after that and we uh have been i mean we're both we're both haters of marxism uh and uh when the great reset came uh to to the forefront we started talking about it that it just can't be true this just can't be true it's it's it sounds like a crazy conspiracy and you know maybe this is something to shake us off and you know and put us into the the QAnon road and we're looking for <laughs> pizza places you know that will deliver children if you order pineapple right uh And uh, that, by the way, means you want a Honduran kid. Uh, I understand. (laughs) Anyway, uh, so we just thought it was crazy. And the more research we did, the more we realized this is absolutely true. And they are just so arrogant about it that they don't care if anybody knows because they don't think anybody can stop it. We didn't. To the beginning of last book, we weren't sure it could be stopped either um and i don't know i'm much more optimistic about it i'm much now more, than i yeah. was
2: i mu- i the yeah. thing that we learned from the last book as we were doing the research for that and preparing for it was um it it just all the pieces had already been put into place they were just they were just uh the machine had been built the machine was running it was just how far down the road were had we gone and can we turn things around It wasn't stopping a plan, it was stopping something already in action, and it just seemed so, because they used the language they used, it was all financial sector jargon, and it was all these really elaborate uh, things that they had put into the banking system, and Wall Street, and all of this, and we thought, this is so important, but is anybody going to care? Is anybody going to realize what this is, or is this just going to be too difficult for people to understand? And instead people reacted with a wave of opposition to it states all across the country more than 20 states introduced legislation over the past two years trying to stop esg social credit scores it's a huge part of the great reset in florida they passed the most comprehensive legislation that has ever been passed this mm-hmm. past year uh, just a few months ago on this issue um, other states are talking about doing the same thing it is huge what has happened and i hope that this book dark future has the same kind of effect because there are this is actually (laughs) as crazy as it sounds bigger this is bigger this is a bigger problem well
1: this yeah this this one is where we start to introduce technology and and let me just say something i want to read something uh, that i just read to Stu off air this is from unesco um and this is what they predicting life is like in the future Of course, uh, both A and M, those are the two people uh, that they're talking about here. They don't want to give them names because, you know, you you don't want to dead name people. Anyway, um, both husband and wife have to uh, travel 25 kilometers to get to work. But this is easier now, thanks to the high speed bullet train in its underground tunnel. You know, you know, it's a doomed utopia when it ever starts with a bullet train. Yes, it's great, but only when you can actually get on the train, mumbles A to himself as he approaches the automated facial recognition gate. The integrated cameras um, uh, recognize the faces of year round ticket holders. Compare them to the files and open the gate, but not always. If the system detects a wanted criminal or simply a scatterbrain who just hasn't paid his fines for the last year, it takes only a minute for the police to get there, which inspires a feeling of safety. But more mundanely, now listen to this, more mundanely, the door stays shut if a traveler's score on his Civic Point's license That would be ESG score, uh, which is a system created to monitor good social behavior uh, is not high enough to take the quick transport train. That's what happened to his wife, B, a few months ago. She had to take a slow bus that tripled her travel time, despite the fact that she doesn't throw away greasy paper in the street. She doesn't smoke in non-smoking areas. She puts her glass bottles in the right bin, unlike her husband, who lost five points because he wasn't paying attention. Listen to that. She doesn't elbow her way past people in queues in short. She's the perfect citizen. Now she's riding the bus. She's the perfect citizen. Why is she riding the bus? Perhaps with the exception of her profession. As a journalist. She sometimes works on sensitive issues and on people on the fringes of society and that's where she loses points now let me ask you if you're a journalist and your job is to report on things but if you're talking to somebody who disagrees with the power and that means you can't take the high-speed bullet train it means that you have to take a bus for an hour and a half and you're going to be late for work every day do you think you're going to keep talking to those people yeah of course not this of course not with esg is the score dark future will show you the mechanics at work it will show you the technology that is at work
2: yes i think that's a hundred percent right i think that's a great way of framing the issue There are so many emerging technologies that are from artificial intelligence to smart cities that are endorsed by the World Economic Forum. I know you've talked about that before. There's a whole bunch of smart cities in the United States, including Dallas. Texas is one of them. Um, I saw San Antonio just a week or two ago is is uh, rapidly moving towards smart city
1: status. Uh, You've got to get away from smart cities. This is one of the more important things. You will not be able to fight this on a global scale. You have to fight this on a local scale. Smart cities sound great. Smart cities sound like, oh, well, that's just going to they're going to have high speed Internet everywhere. That's not what a smart city is. Right. No, it's a surveillance
2: state. That's essentially that's essentially what they're building is the most complex surveillance state. Um, and and they're taking this playbook from China. This already exists in China. They're starting to build the framework for it in cities in the United States. They collect data and then they use the data because data is the is the is going to be like the gold of the ne- or the oil of the next century. That's that's what Correct. in the future data is going to be everything. That's why the most powerful companies in the world right now the reason they're so powerful is because of data they they hold more data than everybody else and data that's why
1: apple if you look at all of these companies they take you are the product you've known that for a long time now you're seeing how much you're being monetized so they have every bit of data they know you better than you know you and can predict you and manipulate you and I know that sounds insidious, but it is insidious, and it's real. Right. And up until now, up until very recently,
2: they've been collecting all this data, but they haven't necessarily had the tools to analyze the data or to use the data in really nefarious Correct. ways but that's what the advancements in these in in computer technology and quantum computing and supercomputers and all of this stuff that processing power mixed with artificial intelligence which has the ability to understand the data in a way that humans it would take them a thousand years to understand the data ai can do it instantaneously practically and so the combination of collecting data and then being able to analyze it and then being able to make decisions instantaneously Based on that data, means you have no real freedom. You, you, we are at greater risk today than we have ever been before because of the mix of data collection, artificial intelligence, and Davos elites using this technology to control people.
1: I will tell you that when you say we're at the greatest uh, crossroads and greatest um, uh, trouble we've ever been at, biggest loss of freedom ever it is true and we mean ever all of the freedom all of the freedom that man has ever enjoyed all piled up into one heap losing all of that freedom everywhere on earth this is not just an american thing this is every human being on earth and as uh stephen hawking said at the end of his life and i think people are starting to wake up to what he said as not a you know the rant of a crazy man but uh, a very dire and uh, accurate possible prediction of the future that it means the end of homo sapiens as we know it by 2050 you will understand that deeper If you go to glensnewbook.com, glensnewbook.com, it is called Dark Future, get it there, Uh, buy it wherever you get your books, the audiobook comes out soon, it's glensnewbook.com, it comes out today, it will be in bookstores today, get your copy while they they last. Uh, We'll back with uh, more on this in just a second, first let me tell you about Relief Factor. One of the things that I'm really proud of in my career is I don't recommend things that uh, I don't believe in. I was just talking to a guy who's now a friend of mine. Uh, He has a business, and it's it's a health business. And he tried to get on maybe eight years ago, and he still can't get on because there's just a long list of people that want to be on this program. But he tried to get on a few years ago, and I said, I don't recommend things that you put in your body and he he was kind of we didn't know each other at the time he's kind of like who are you everybody else does um and we were just talking a couple of weeks ago and he said you really don't do those things do you and i'm like no we're not we're unlike any other show you can present them to me and i'll take some of them but i don't necessarily take everything because i don't have to uh relief factor i turned down for probably five years I finally started taking it uh, because my wife, you know, said she's not going to listen to me whine anymore about my pain unless I try everything. So I tried it and it worked. And that's when I started doing advertising for Relief Factor relief factor go to relieffactor.com it's not a drug it's all healthy and natural so it reduces the inflammation and it doesn't bug you out but i'll tell you it's worked miracles for me relieffactor.com relieffactor.com or call 800 the number four relief 800 the number four relief it's relieffactor.com 10 seconds station id Okay. Okay, so we're talking about the new book, uh, "Dark Future," that is out today. Please order it. It is really vital if you want to save freedom. This is something that you will not get any place else. Uh, it is uh, part two of the uh, the series now on the um, the uh, Great Reset. Um, but this one, this one is the second phase where we show you now. ESG, what it does is it it uh, slows down all freedom-loving people by tying them to the banks and the money. And you can't do business with just anybody. You have to have a certain social score, or they're calling it an ESG score. But now the technology is here, uh, and the technology is truly terrifying when you look at what they're implementing
2: yeah i mean it really is amazing there is this um incredible movement amongst elites including the biden administration to merge artificial intelligence and esg because they understand that whoever controls esg Mm -hmm. uh, whoever controls ai in the future will control all of human civilization they,
1: yeah i mean no it's 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 uh, i mean putin said this the next war will be fought with ones and zeros and whoever gets ai or agi first will control the world and it's true it will control all data it will control all people it will control you in ways you don't know it's even controlling you
2: right and and this and and so they're building this infrastructure in order to make sure that the ai is producing the results they want because of course if you're an elite and you're giving ai control over all sorts of systems One of the concerns you have is, what if it doesn't give me the result I want? I can't have that. We have to make sure that I'm getting the result I want. So the Biden administration released an AI Bill of Rights. Okay. This was in October 2022. And in the Bill of Rights, there is a section called Algorithmic Discrimination Protections. This is what it's called. This is a direct quote from that section. Algorithmic discrimination occurs when automated systems, just talking about AI, contribute to unjustified, different treatment or impacts disfavoring people based on a whole bunch of different factors, including race, ethnicity, all of these other things. So in other words... wait, okay, Wait,
1: wait, 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 wait. The people who write the algorithms will tell you right now they have no idea how ai comes to the decisions that it does it's a neural net it's like your brain you can't follow the thought you know precisely go oh well that thought is connected to this thought and this thought in the brain they don't know how it's making decisions so how are they going to stop that from happening they're going to rig the ai to make sure that it gets the results they don't care about
2: how it makes the decision, necessarily. They care about the result. If the result <laughs> leads to an injustice, then it's not a good result. So we have to make sure that the AI produces an equitable outcome. Otherwise, it's okay. producing discrimination. That's, that's how this system works. So I just can't
1: take it. I mean, then why have AI? Sincerely, why have AI? If AI is telling you this is the right way to do it, Okay, you've done it. You, you've come up with a system because it's m- much more smart than you. And this is the way to do it. And then you don't like the results. Why don't you just do it in the first place? Oh, I have a theory. I
2: mean... I have a theory. Oh. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I have a theory. I bet you do. It will go there in just a second. Glennsnewbook.com. Get it today. It's out. The Glenn back Program. American Financing NMLS 182334 www.nmlsconsumeraccess.org So anyone who knows me thinks of me as, you know, an eternal optimist, really, you know, the glass half full type of guy type of guy. Okay, maybe not, but once in a while I have a f- positive thought. Uh, and I had one about a year and a half ago. And that is, hey, why not use some of the money that you have in your mortgage Uh, and get use that money to pay off the high interest credit cards get a lower rate to pay them off huh I mean that's a positive idea this is the kind of thing that American uh, financing specializes in okay I'm gonna be honest with you I didn't have that positive thought they did but it's not right for everybody I want you to check it out and see if it's right for you but if you're paying you know 20% for a credit card and you're just not gonna be able to pay it off pay it off use some of your mortgage and get a lower rate at about five percent or six percent as opposed to the twenty percent it's americanfinancing.net americanfinancing.net or you can call them 800-906-2440 dark future uncovering the great resets terrifying next phase available
0: now go to glensnewbook.com
1: This is the Glenn Beck Program, out today. My new book called Dark Future. You can get it wherever books are sold today. is um, It is out and it is extremely important. It is the follow-up of The Great Reset. Uh, and it'll show you the technology that the Great Resetters will use to be able to shape a new society. Justin Haskins is my co-author and he uh, joins me today. I, I want to read something that yuval harari uh has said now he is a futurist and what is he a sociologist what 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 are his credentials oh, do you know i don't know he, he's an academic yeah. for sure philosopher yeah, he's, he's right he's a philosopher and he's unfortunately right about an awful lot of things but we're talking about how um the algorithms now are going to have to be tweaked by humans to make sure that there isn't uh, some unseen consequence that might hurt gays blacks whatever Uh, he said we will face now individual discrimination it might be based on a good assessment of who you are if an algorithm employed by a company looks up your facebook profile or dna Trawl through school and professional records. They could figure out pretty much accurately who you are. You will not be able to do anything about this discrimination. First of all, because it's you. They won't discriminate on you because you're Jewish or gay, but because you are you. The worst thing is it will be true. It took centuries, even thousands of years, for us to reap the rewards of decisions made by our forebears, for example, Uh, growing wheat that led to the agricultural revolution, but not anymore. Time is accelerating. The long term may no longer be defined in centuries or millenniums, but in the terms of 20 years. This is the first time in history we have no idea how human society will be or if it will be, in a couple of decades. Stealing, for example, has become so complicated in today's world. Back in biblical times, Mr. Harari said, this is in the New York Times. If you were stealing, you were aware of your actions and their consequences on your victim. But theft today could entail investing, even unwittingly in a very profitable but unethical corporation that damages the environment and employs an army of lawyers and lobbyists to protect itself from lawsuits suits and regulations. Am I stealing a river? asked mister Harari. Even if I'm aware, I don't know how the corporation makes its money. It'll take me months or even years to find out what my money is doing. And during that time, I'll be guilty of so many crimes to which I would know nothing about. The problem is understanding the extremely complicated chains of cause and effect. My fear is that homo sapiens are just not up to it. We've created such a complicated world that we're no longer able to make sense of what is happening. Wow. so this you understand in a very deep way what ESG is you can't understand and even if you do understand you can't balance it in your cute little head that's why you'll listen to the experts the experts that have developed ESG and now the algorithms that will enforce it and you don't know how it is it is produced however does it matter? No, it actually works to the advantage of the the elite ruling class.
2: Yeah, I mean, if you think about discrimination historically, the reason why you have discrimination is because it's really hard to stop the people when you're in charge of everything. It's really hard to stop the people you don't like from doing the things that you don't want them to do. Mm -hmm. So what you do is you make generalizations. You say, well, generally speaking, you know, the problem is the Jews. Like that's what, that's what they did in nazi <laughs> germany that's the problem right. generally speaking right. maybe not every we Jew. wouldn't
1: have right we wouldn't have all these problems with these jews if we just didn't have all these jews <laughs> right and so
2: what is it so because they didn't know every single thought about every single person they didn't know every single decision that everyone is making they have to make generalizations and then persecute whole groups of people that's how it works right so then, but now they can know every single thing about every single person. They can. They're collecting all of this data and building machines specifically for the purpose of processing that data so that they can know you better than you know yourself. Another Yuval Harari quote we talk about in the book. He,
1: he says this, quote, new technologies could hijack democracy and even our sense of self technology will be a new tool for discrimination, not against groups, but individuals. So if you are out of, I mean, if you are you, if you're listening to this program, if the if this falls into the hands of the, the people who already it's in the hands of, and it remains there, you are the target. And if you happen to be on the other side of the argument, I just want you to know, Technology doesn't and revolutions don't usually end the way you think it does. It usually ends with somebody else in charge, not you. This could be used as a weapon against you. And you are already committing all kinds of crimes. If you look at climate crimes, just on how you're investing, where do you buy your gas? All of that stuff. Yes, you're already guilty. They've already made that determination. And
2: when they give you a sc- the whole purpose of an ESG score is so that you know how guilty you are so that you can correct your behavior. And if you don't correct your behavior, then they're gonna punish you or they'll reward you if you do correct your behavior. That's the choice that you make. And a lot of people I think believe, well, I, I'm i not gonna allow this to happen to me. I'm not, I'm, you know, I, I have some technology in my life, but for the most part, I'm not going full bore on all these things. What you have to understand is that the amount of data that is being collected on you, uh, just the average regular everyday person already, is enough for them to know virtually anything they want to know about you. Just with a Facebook uh, profile, they can do that. They've actually done studies where they've shown that just with just Facebook's data alone they know almost everything about you they know where you live they know who your friends are they know who you're married to they know whether you're gay whether you're whether you're straight they know everything about you just using Facebook data they can come to these conclusions reading your posts and doing other things
1: let me tell you something a story that um, happened to me Stu I think you were there uh, right after September 11th Were you work you were working with me after September 11th right yeah yes yes Glenn Yes, we were working together on September. Just, I can't even... I don't know, because there were times where you're like, I don't know, I'm, I'm a little girl, I'm flighty, I might not work with you this week. Well, anyway, I, I did have uh, some uh, I did some sleeper cell stuff I was working on at that time, but yes, we were yes, working together. Right, mm-hmm. okay, so um, the, the, uh, the 20th hijacker, I don't know what you're talking about, but uh, after, after September 11th, do you remember that, that group that came in and was doing work with the Department of Homeland Security... And they showed us technology. This is 2001. They showed us technology to where they could target individuals and say, okay, this individual is a suspect, a terrorist suspect, uh, and they could zero in on his home. We could know whether he was home just by his water usage. We knew everything about his friend network. Um, because of any data cell uh, in his phones or anybody he called or reached out to. So we could then, if he decided to leave, we'd know immediately he hasn't been in the house in 24 hours. Where is he? And it would automatically go and check all the airlines, all the trains, all the rental cars. And it would also check all of the houses of the people that we know he knew to see if their water usage went up by one person. That was 2001. Yeah. Imagine there's there's no escape. The time at the time, it was basically to say, hey,
0: like, we're really getting good at catching terrorists. And of course, at the time, it was a huge priority. Obviously, it's still a priority but the, the the sensitivity uh for most people was about terrorism and not about privacy and now i know glenn you've always been on that bandwagon of worrying about that and how it could spin out of control but at the time it's, this was something they
1: were it, bragging about yep I, I remember i was at uh general motors mm, 2002 still and uh the premier radio networks had worked to get general motors on for 20 years and everybody was doing General Motors. And uh, I liked General Motors at the time. And then they got into bed with the government. And I wasn't concerned about the bailouts they were receiving. I was concerned about technology that they had showed me in Detroit at their center. I was watching the OnStar uh, program. And it was a giant room. This is, you know, 2001 or two, five maybe. Um, It was a giant room with a screen of the United States of America, and it had lights on every car that was using OnStar in America. And we were talking about how, you know, they could turn the engine off at this time. They could unlock the doors. Everybody knows that. But they could also turn the engine off. Uh, So if you were being pursued and I said, boy, that's kind of dangerous. Do you ever do that? And they said, well, we've done it for some Amber Alert cases, but we would never do further than that. I can guarantee you now every car company in the world will shut your car down if you are wanted or needed. You don't need car chases anymore. Uh, I I think maybe they're just saving it for the feds to be able to do that, uh, to not shock everybody into, oh man, wait, what? You yeah. can do anything right yeah, now. Right.
2: And, and this is and this is the you know, you, you mentioned the stuff that happened after September 11th and some of the surveillance state stuff growing in the United States. Now concerning all of that is and that is that was very concerning that the problem that we have now is that you still you have the government increasing surveillance in all sorts of different ways, including with smart cities and other things, even for n- not even investigating criminals necessarily, just in general surveilling people. And then on top of it, you have a whole class. Basically, everybody in America almost has voluntarily given all of their information and privacy over to five big tech companies, something like that. And together, those and five, they're all in bed, and they're all in bed with government. So, so there's yes. literally like six organizations in the in the world that control almost all of the relevant data for the average American. There's like six companies, and they, if you include the government as a company, and they all are working together. They're all working together to, and once they realized that they could do this and systematize it with ESG, they realized that they could control anything that they wanted in society. And I think they were banking on the fact that no one would figure it out until it was too late. And because well, they, they screwed up with the Great Reset using a crazy slogan that tipped, that tipped us off to it, honestly. And then after that, once we discovered what ESG really was, we've now moved into a new era of being able to push back against it. But they had been building that infrastructure for decades and nobody even realized that it was going on.
1: And, you know, what's crazy is the way the way the government got people to do this, you know, because the tech people, they were all libertarians. They were all libertarians 20 years ago, and they were like, I hate the government just as much as you do, blah, blah, blah. Um, But the way they got it to, to, uh, to get them in is through global warming. They were also global warming fanatics. And when the government said, we'll do ESG through the banks, we'll do it through all of our powers, but we need your help to do it and enforce it. They were all more than willing to jump in because it was good for the planet. And I hope that they see now what they're actually in for. This has nothing to do with global warming and has everything to do with control. Dark Future is the name of the book and it is out today wherever books are sold. Grab your copy now. You can go to uh, glensnewbook.com and order there or order wherever you get your books. Our sponsor, This half hour is Real Estate Agents I Trust. I want to tell you about Jason. Jason's a part-time minister at his local church. He serves on the city council as well. In fact, he's the youngest person in his town to ever be elected to his uh, city council. He serves on the board for a startup organization that takes a Christ-centered approach to help men who need to go out on long-term drug and alcohol rehabilitation. He's a stand-up guy. He's also well-loved and and a talented real estate agent. I, I like to focus on who people are first because it's who they want to be and who they are. It's not what they do that really counts. I'm incredibly blessed to be working and uh, be connected to people uh, just like Jason all over the country with realestateagentsitrust.com. When you are moving, whether it's across the town or across the country, Let us help you find the right person and the right real estate agent for you. Buy or sell a home, first stop, should be at realestateagentsitrust.com. Let us send people like Jason to you so you can interview him yourself. You don't have to hire him, no obligation. It's realestateagentsitrust.com. Join the conversation. 888-727-BECK. The Glenn Beck Program.
0: Look, eventually it will arrive in the utopia where you will own nothing and you'll be happy about it and you'll just love that life but right now you might still own your home and you might not like the idea of someone else taking it from you that's called home title theft Uh, if you haven't checked your home's title in a long time you're like every other sane american you shouldn't be bothering wasting your time doing that but if you don't check your home's title you can have your home stolen right from uh, under you it's a terrible terrible thing that's been going on for far too long honestly but it is it's a tough crime to catch unless you know what you're looking for. And home title lock does know what they're looking for. Uh, we've been seeing you know, thousands of homeowners lose their homes, some of them, you know, everything from like, OK, well, there's some paperwork stuff and it's a real a hassle. And you're spending all this time on the phone trying to get everything sorted out, everything from there to a family that had their house demolished because someone else had actually bought it. They didn't know that they were in the middle of committing a crime, uh, but they bought the home. They were going to demolish it for building a new home. This has happened to people, far too many people. Home Title Lock prevents it. Home Title Lock helps you protect your home. Uh, They put a shield around your home's title. So go to HomeTitleLock.com. Check it out now. HomeTitleLock.com. The promo code is BECK. When you go to HomeTitleLock.com, you can protect yourself for 30 risk-free days, and you can protect yourself going forward as well from home title fraud. It's the type of thing you got to look for. Home Title Lock will do it for you. HomeTitleLock.com. The code is BECK. Coming up on Friday, kind of a big deal. We have the summit on Blaze TV. This is going to be carried by us. It's the first candidate forum, the forum of national voices going on in Iowa for a bunch of the big presidential candidates on the Republican side, uh, along with some other uh, people you're going to know. And big part of this as well is the first public appearance of Tucker Carlson since his departure from Fox News Channel, uh, he's going to be doing these interviews. We're going to be carrying them on Blaze TV. He's going to be interviewing the candidates one by one. And I think one of the things that's really valuable about something like that is it's not like left wing annoying questions like, what do you think about what Donald Trump said about that tweet the other day? Those are the type of questions you're going to get from Tucker Carlson. Uh, And then as part of the Blaze TV subscription, if you happen to be a Blaze TV subscriber, which we would invite you to do at blazetv.com slash Glenn, the code uh, will not be censored. We'll get you 30 bucks off. If you happen to be there, you're going to get an interview one on one with Glenn Beck and Tucker Carlson. Glenn, this is going to be a pretty,
1: pretty cool event. It's a really cool event. And we'll be talking to some of the, uh, uh, the candidates after the interview with Tucker Carlson. As the new candidate is seated, we'll kind of brush up a bit with that uh, candidate you don't want to miss it it is friday and at the end as he said just for blaze tc subscribers my interview with the tucker back program